Hey everyone, this is a continuation of an episode that we did uh, a little bit earlier, about a week and a half ago, uh, based around doing Moral Dilemmas live. So it's going to have some audio quirks that maybe a traditional episode wouldn't have. Uh, We appreciate you sticking with us through that, and I think there's a lot of good things that you can find in this episode if you're willing to roll with us. In the meantime, please enjoy what we got coming up, and we'll be back to our regular scheduled programming in the next week. Don't be Aristotle, buy a Plato knowledge, cause we got our game I like. We'll Vinny, Vitty, Vici, and Mustachio, Nietzsche, and we'll never miss the marks, cause I'm awesome, he's heathen, and this is our podcast show. Okay, we're gonna go into one more, and it's gonna kinda segue into another one, but uh, just to get us started, gonna keep us on a little bit of a pop culture thing. Y'all seen The Dark Knight? Yeah. Yeah. Obviously. Yes, because of course. Is this the scene, the final? Of course, it's the boat. All right. And if you remember correctly, what the Joker does is he's like, ha ha, because that's what he does. He laughs a lot, and he says, hey, this boat full of totally normal passengers has a has a button that can explode this other boat that's full of prisoners, you know, like criminals. But the criminals also have a button to explode the other boat full of just normal everyday people. And then the question is, he's just waiting to see. He's just like, yo. Who's gonna blow up who? He's like yeah. really excited because and the Joker's amazing. And there's a stipulation where if you don't blow up one of the other boats at this hour, I'll blow up both of you. So I know you both know what the situation is, but just laying it out again. So in the movie, of course, Batman once again breaks the dilemma because, ah, oh, you know, superheroes—they suck that way. Yeah, sorry, that's your line, really. That I, is my I, line. I, I love oh, superheroes. <laughs> But in this one, imagine you're, let's just say you're on the the normal person boat. You're on the, sorry to any um, uh, convicts listening in. So imagine you're on the average citizen boat. You've got, there's a button in there, there's a bunch of other people that you need to discuss it with, but you have the opportunity to, look, opportunity sounds weird. (laughs) You have the option to explode this other boat so that you all get to live. And you're looking around and you're like, okay, well, what, what comes to mind? What are you thinking? I mean, personally, I think it's like, it doesn't even matter if it's like the criminal boat or the, the non-criminal boat. You're essentially saying, do I kill to live in order to live? Mm. Like, I will, if I do not kill, I will die. So. It's also like, if you don't do anything, then twice as many people are being killed sure. because of your inaction. Mm. So at least if you press the button, you know that the people on your boat, whether or not you are all actually good people, will be saved. From a totalitarian perspective, I'm going back to that one again. So right off the bat, you both are just like, bye-bye, other boat. Bunch of murderers, right? No, yeah, no wonder we need to be fireworks. Is there he that I know you're the philosophy teacher here in this one, is, is there a specific concept you're kind of drawing upon? Yes. So what I want to get at here is you can choose to blow up the other boat, or if you don't, then you both die. And this sounds like, well, okay, you're saving some versus not saving any, but then the other way to look at it is moral responsibility. So in one case where the Joker blows up both your boats, it's similar to, well, the Daredevil was in that position, he didn't have any choice, he, like, whatever happens, not really on him, you can't pin it on him. So in this situation, everyone dies, but it's not on you. Yeah. You have done nothing wrong, so you're dead, but your conscience, while dead, can be clear. <laughs> Whereas in the other one, you've saved yourself, yes, but now you are personally responsible for the deaths of everyone else. 
responsibility, that personal responsibility, that moral responsibility that comes to play? I mean, if this is a classic DC Batman world, <laughs> all of those convicts are actually really bad people. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not like, you know, regular life where sometimes people are jailed incorrectly. Sure, yeah. <laughs> this comic, no uh, racial, yeah. <laughs> nothing like that. Like. So, I think it's different. I think I would still press the button. Maybe that's the Slytherin in me. Hey, absolutely. And so one thing that we bring with this podcast is I never, ever want to give an answer. Yeah. I just want to present it. And the thing that would make me happier than anything else is for someone to just think about something. Yeah. There's no right answer here, at least from me. So I just want everyone to have their own code that they decide and figure out how they want to live life. So but if you've got the wrong answer, I'll let you know. Uh, that's sure. good. Yeah. We, have, we have God as the whole thing. <laughs> um, cannot take we that We have one. a moral compass right <laughs> I'm thinking about this and like I think I just explained my reasoning of like, you know, you either kill or be killed. Sure. And we see examples of this even in modern day. Like that was the basis of the Trayvon Martin case where the it was like a stand your ground law in Florida and whether mm-hmm. and that was like the birth that they said that he was George Zimmerman and I'm just saying facts here, I'm not providing like my pro or against the sure, verdict, sure. but they said he felt that he was in danger of his life, mm-hmm. ergo for him to fire onto Trayvon, like he was in right to do so, otherwise his life was in danger. Um, so this is just like, almost goes down to like the bare human, because humans are animals. I mean, we, we talked about this a couple nights ago Absolutely. over a very lovely dinner, but human beings <laughs> have, you know, very, very strong emotions of like violence, Survive. survival, yeah. you know procreation like so like in survival terms of killing or eating or all that stuff so at the end of the day it's seems not all mixed together yeah. procreation eating and violence but anyway that's that's a pretty killer porn <laughs> <laughs> that's a lot guys literally One thing I want to say, you asked different philosophical concept, concepts, so utilitarianism, you've used that term a few times. So the whole concept of utilitarianism is the best good for the most people. And countering this would be deontology, so that would be the action itself is where morality comes in. This is the first episode. Yes, yes. it is. Someone yes. oh, is listening. <laughs> so yeah, but the whole idea of that action itself should be judged, not the outcome, not a bigger picture. Morality comes from individual actions. And then we can talk about animals, this and that, but I think just off the cuff, the whole philosophy thing doesn't quite apply to them. We think we're better, whether we are or not, it's an entirely separate discussion, but we try to be different. That is true, and that is fair. Um, have, have there been any scientific or scholarly articles debating this exact example? Like, have you? We got you one better. So it's great that you asked that question. It's like we asked you to ask it or something. But we didn't. Um, this is a case that I have, I found, uh, took place in 1842. So a while ago, but it's very relevant to this discussion. So it's basically the problem of an overcrowded lifeboat. 
And this is something I've studied in a lot of like, philosophy. Titanic, one 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 yeah, yeah. yeah, so it would be, so a ship struck an iceberg just like the Titanic and there's more survivors than can fit in the lifeboat. And it's not about like, let's take out the whole Titanic, so many people, so many like whatsoever. But there's just, say there's 30 people and only seven would fit in a lifeboat. And now all 30 are on this lifeboat of seven. It's gonna capsize. Or maybe it's not capsizing yet, but something's gonna happen. There's this big storm coming. Something's gonna get messed up. So now the question is, the captain of the lifeboat has to decide, what do I do? So if you lighten the lifeboat, you can expect to survive. Not 100%, but more likely to survive. And to lighten the lifeboat, you'd have to essentially kick all of these people off essentially lead into the water. Of course, there's like, oh, maybe this, maybe that, but basically they're gonna die. So what would you do in this scenario? And the other thing is if you don't land the lifeboat, then maybe all of you would die. So if you were the captain, what would you do? Once again, thankfully, based on an actual scenario that happened, and we'll talk a little bit about what actually happened after the fact, so we'll compare notes. Yeah, so. Not wonderful. Huh. Yeah, yeah, so you can like, you know, measure your guilt against something. <laughs> So what do you think? This is tough. And this is extremely tough. This is also a tripod. I think this is a countless. Yeah. Like, do I... You have to kill... This is the opposite. Or, or it's the same thing. It's the same thing. You have to kill in order to let others live. I think as the captain, you have to evaluate the crew that you have. Or the, 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 the occupants of the boat that you have. And then make decisions that way. So, for example, like... Yes, I personally would I would I would pick off people off the boat and I would do it in a way that's like reflective of you know perhaps the most elderly would go first. <laughs> Say that one more time. Perhaps the most elderly would go first. Okay. Say it louder. Uh, four more times. Let me kill more old people. <laughs> Glad you found the right answer. <laughs> that's really what we're getting at. Yes, yes. I'm moral compass, like I said. Oh my god. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you basically have to figure out okay, one, step one, like, yes, I will have to kick you off this boat to ensure that all the, a bulk of us can survive. Two, who are the people who are, like, the lot, almost like, like, mathematically, who has the most life to live, and how can we preserve that total, total years achieved and fulfilled as role of the decision and make answers from that? But it's hard because, like, what if, what value does their life have, right? Like, what if you're choosing between, like, this old person who like has done a lot of philanthropy is like this is that mother from earlier but older. yeah <laughs> <laughs> this is that mother's like father like this is like the, this is like okay. the grandfather of that family <laughs> you know compared to like a young person who arguably has more life left to live but like maybe they haven't lived the best life so far like maybe they're the drug dealer that we were going to kill earlier you know and so at what like you decide that that old person should go if like maybe their last five years of life will provide more benefit than anything that that 25 year old would ever do but i don't think as a captain you have like their full no, of course you don't have their full profile. Alright guys, life achievements, let's go. <laughs> yeah, no, Pretty and awesome. also I'm, I, am, I am actually in the same boat as you. Um, where I, I would do the same thing. It's, I mean, I think they made this decision as well. I was going to like women and children first and then 
And, and we'll, we'll get into that. That's, that's, Titanic. Titanic. that's different. Yeah. yeah. No, so you, okay. it's interesting. It's so one yeah. of the reasons why they are scared of having universal health care in the U.S. is because this quote-unquote death panels. Like, yeah. someone will have to decide who lives and who dies. And, um, Which there's a lot we can get into. But yeah, yeah. This is insurance deciding already. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> As a person of socialized medicine, like, there is some kind of decision making going on. Of course, of course. Um, and a lot of those decisions are based on like real life scenarios that already happened that either were successful or failed. Like nothing is ever done on a whim. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's different because in this scenario, obviously. It's ad hoc, right? It's yeah, hard. it's like right now. This is tough. I don't. Yeah, it's also, hard. I have an answer if I don't feel good about myself. Sure. Yeah, and that's all I really want from this show. <laughs> you just want us to feel so terrible. <laughs> You're actually a really bad person. <laughs> Hello, I am Ethan. And this is ultimately this is why I never became a boat captain. I don't want to make these decisions. <laughs> that was the reason. Fair point. <laughs> so in this actual scenario back in 1842, the captain's reasoning was that the right thing to do is to throw some people overboard, and okay. that is killing them. Yes, but his argument for it I mean he has to actually make this terrible terrible decision and his argument was that it's not unjust for those thrown overboard because they would have died anyway right so they would have died anyway so it's not really wrong for me to be killing them but it has issues of course but that was his reason and if he did nothing he would be responsible for the deaths of those he could have saved so he's saying these people would have died anyway. I killed them, but they would have died anyway. But these people I saved, I actually did save them. And other people, of course, had issues with it, and they claimed that what I talked about before, about the moral responsibility, that if nothing was done and everyone died as a result, no one is responsible for those deaths. That's just a, an act of God or whatever we call it. That just happens. No one is responsible for that. Whereas by throwing people overboard, you have directly committed that act. I have a question though. Yeah. What if he presented the dilemma to the people, the people on the boat, and was like, 10 of you need to unfortunately go overboard. And like, maybe there were some good people on the boat who were like, you know what? I I will do it. Absolutely. Because then that decision is no longer on the captain. Mm -hmm. And, And, you know, and then, these other people were saved, and because of the like self sacrifice of these other people. Sure, That'd and be awesome. that would be great if people if people would do that. Yeah. Right, I don't know if they would or not. Because they would. He had to bring it from thirty down to seven. So we're That's talking yeah. about That's twenty. Um, what twenty three? Wait, is thirty down to seven? Seven fit oh. the lifeboat. Why didn't they have lifeboats that only seven people could fit? Maybe it was broke. I don't know. If this was Japan, some Imperial Japan, so much easier. <laughs> Imperial Japan, not Japan today. Yes, yes, yes. yes. <laughs> 1941. <laughs> this was 1842, so. But this is kind of similar, bringing it back to the Dark Knight one. The civilian good boat, in one way, there was some guy who was like, yes, let's press this right now. We did nothing wrong. Whereas in the convict boat, some big, scary looking convict actually took it and threw it out, and he's like, no, we can't make this decision. So it kind of brings back all these self sacrifices. Yeah. So. I mean, that would be fantastic if people did it, but if they didn't, what do you as the captain do? And then there's a further reasoning 
that was, even if they do survive the storm with seven people, they're going to have to row really, really far <laughs> to get to safety. So the people we throw overboard have to be the weakest people. So yeah. that, I don't know if that makes you feel better or worse, but that adds a layer. Not only are we killing people, we're killing the weakest of all of us. Yeah, they already didn't have a chance. Now you just took it away completely. Yeah. So this is tough, but this was a real world situation. And what actually happened is they, they drove many, many days after throwing a bunch of people overboard. And there were survivors, they were rescued, and the captain was tried for his actions. Hmm. So it's a tough one. Wow, philosophy is easy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, we did yeah, it. We did it. Yeah, uh, no we problem. won philosophy. All right, let's go for more beers. If, if I may, real quick though, to just just what we, what do you feel about the throwing over the weaker bit? Because that I, I feel like that adds in a different wrinkle where it's like, okay, we throw over the weakest people. Does that make you feel any different about what choice you make in that regard? Or you're just like, yeah, we all got to survive, so yeah, the weakest go over. I mean, that was I think that was the choice. Especially what I did, right? Like, we're yeah. You did say just as much, yeah, yeah. So, so before I even brought it up, he's just that. That's a great point. Yeah. Oh, I mean, wow. it, it makes, <laughs> makes the most sense if that's the choice you have to make. Like, why would you throw your strongest rowers or people with strongest chance of survival? Because that could be an argument as well of, say they don't drown right away. It's not, again, it's not Titanic, it's not freezing water. Maybe they just have to tread water for a while. Maybe the strongest have, have the best. Have you ever had to tread water for more than uh, an hour? So, well, here's the other thing too, though, is when we were talking about this a little bit beforehand, just to kind of prep our brains. Um, I was like, well, I don't know if there's kids here, right? And mm-hmm. I would not have it in me to throw a child overboard, even if it saved everybody else. And I know that maybe I'm probably the minority on that one, but yeah. I'm just like, that is where I draw the line. I'm risking all of us rather than having to make that call and that's that's a personal one on me but even thinking that i i was like that was like it's kind of similar to like the the uh the moral dilemma of like you were like nazi germany and you're like babies crying and the only way to save everything oh my god made it dark yeah. real quick absolutely and that's but a you're real right. life situation too i don't know if we have documented cases of that but there's so much oh, i'm sure i'm sure that must yeah. have happened at least yeah but also, like, one child is like a third of an adult. So, really, three kids can have one adult's place in the boat. So, <sighs> so pretty. Yeah. It's all down the math. I love it. Everyone has a good time. Oh, yeah. That's all we're talking about. That's all you're worth. <laughs> one third of an adult. Wilson, Wilson hates math. And, I mean, this is, this is what I mean, but there's no right answers. I don't. I wouldn't fault myself for, I guess, maybe this place they even bit, but I 100% would have zero guilt about throwing all these people overboard. Not because I want to see them die, that would suck, but in my mind, I saved all these other people. I am a hero, I have saved people. We are such different terrible. And that's why, <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't kill this child, whereas I would be like, sick, sorry. Sick. <laughs> <laughs> and Who wants to do it? This guy. <laughs> well, I do want to point that out too. Captain was one of the ones who got to live. Good for freaking him. Sure. Like, thanks. Way to go, Thanos. You know, like, oh, I'm gonna snap. Looks like I survived. What are the odds? 50-50. <laughs> Whole world. Sorry, I had to bring back <laughs> pop culture. But <laughs> pop culture is just like superhero movie. <laughs> yeah, well, 
For me it is, okay? Alright, sorry, I learned Breaking Bad. Just kidding. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so that's about all we've got, I think. Yes, yeah, so that's that's uh, dilemmas for us. Do you guys have anything you want to say before we uh, sign off for the evening? Uh, amazing podcast, amazing team. <laughs> Everyone should like, comment, and subscribe. <laughs> I really did not Stop tell them to say that. That's amazing. Loser. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, go ahead and, uh, yeah, whatever you got to say is follow that. Good luck. Adios y yo quiero dos cervezas, por favor. <laughs> what what did he say? He said, bye, I need two beers. <laughs> <laughs> please. <laughs> what? Yeah, please.